So any parting remarks as we wrap up? I think um, apart from fraud, Mm. the biggest area of concern would be insolvency. Mm. And, um, you know, when an exchange collapses, what happens? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, Cryptopia, the Cryptopia set of um, claims in New Zealand, um, where New Zealand High Court, if memory serves, held that cryptocurrencies were property held on trust for the depositors and were not available for distribution to unsecured creditors generally. Um, so there, there would be disputes there. Uh, but that has already been addressed in the Eastern Caribbean. And there's a case called, I think I would have written um, for HDJ tax in respect of this, the Philip Smith and Jason Kardashi, joint liquidators of talk group holdings. And in that case, um, Justice Wallbank uh, more or less held that crypto assets are to be assets um are to be considered as assets for the purposes of liquidation because when the exchange collapses there isn't going to be much fiat what's going to be they're going to have a lot of wallets with public addresses that hold the proceeds uh, and those wallets could be accessed by private keys um so what what, what justice wallbank held in that case and that's at uh, paragraph 30 to 32, and I'd read. Now, applying the analysis, and this is Justice Wallback speaking, employed by the United Kingdom Judicial Task Force, this would indicate that the crypto assets in the user trading wallet are assets of the company within the estate. In giving this indication, it would be open to any stakeholder with an interest in the user trading wallets to seek to have this court come to an alternative conclusion by contrast, the use of personal wallets did not involve users transferring crypto assets to wallets that were controlled by or that belonged to the company. The provision of the user personal wallets was a separate service offered by the company to its users. The users utilized the company's platform as a hosting service, and the company would not have access to a knowledge of the private key, despite the private key being generated by the company's platform. I find it likely that the owners of the crypto assets within the personal user wallets is or are the individual users. So basically, what what Justice Wallbank is saying that look, this exchange, you have user trading and a user personal. What's in the user trading that could be split up, used by the estate, insolvent estate. What's in the personal because the company didn't have any direct knowledge of what was in there that's to be out so this demonstrates the ability of the eastern caribbean supreme court bvi division and by and by by analogy because it's one court but with each circuit but the judges rotate um and of course each of the member states and territories have access to the commercial division uh, what this demonstrates is that our courts as a leading common law court can give remedies in insolvency to those exchanges that may go bust, to individuals who may have um, issues with or that require remedies um, under the common law, to an exchange or against an exchange or to a trade or against a trader. So I think apart from fraud, insolvency would be the big 
uh, would be the big kahuna, so to speak, um, going forward over the next year or so. Um, and finally, consumer protection. Now, in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, we have seen a, a lot of complaints against um, LLCs and IBCs or BCs, as they're now known, um, who engage in trading. And there isn't much recourse apart from getting a judgment against them in the high court. But once the Virtual Assets Act comes on stream or is commenced because it's already passed um, and those exchanges or traders are regulated because of the prospectus that they would have to give and because of the statutory bond, etc., there is a greater chance of a remedy um, to a consumer of that entity. And I think those two latter, the insolvency and consumer protection, I think those two things are going to be the great benefits uh, as a result of the regulatory responses to crypto um, across the Eastern Caribbean and further in the Commonwealth Caribbean. But hey, take advice, take legal advice, and of course, take proper accounting and structuring advice um, from you-know-who. <laughs> So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.